Jonathan. And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerd Me Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Alan, it's that time of year again. It's Christmas! <laughs> In fact, our third Christmas, if you can believe that. Uh, yeah, so what's on everybody's minds right now, Alan? Well, Christian kids. <laughs> Toys, maybe. Toys, you know, things they, they, they may get for Christmas, things that they may want, if they were good. Yeah, and also non-Christians. People, anyone that celebrates Christmas. I don't yeah. want to get angry letters. Sure. Or text. Yeah, so toys. So obviously, we're going to be talking about some of our favorite toys of all time. Now, we're not talking lines. Like, obviously, I just be sitting here talking about G.I. Joe for another two hours. <laughs> uh, we're talking about individual, more, you know, little sets of toys, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. Um, so the format was we pick five each and we discuss them, but you said you got a. I go beyond five. I got some extra um, credits. You know, like I do. You hit toy cons a lot, or you do you do mostly comic cons, right? Mostly comic. Yeah. I do go to, to the toy cons, um, and it's it's pretty neat. I don't. I mean, I, I'll buy something once in a while, but like I'll just go through and see like an old toy that I had when I was a kid. I was like, and I'll say to myself, "Oh my god, I had that!" And I'll just look at it for a little bit, and then my and then my my head stings, <laughs> and then I just walk away. And I debate, should I get it? Nah, I'm not going to do anything with it. But it just, it just, it, I mean, it's so funny, at, like, when you're a kid and you have these toys that that you really love and you played with a lot and then, you know, you don't see them again and then you see them as an adult and it's it's like a direct beeline to that memory of your life and and it's always a good feeling. Yeah, I mean, I don't go to specifically toy cons, but the cons I do go to, they'll always be... It's like there's comics and stuff like that. There's always old toys out there, and then yeah. sometimes you like like you forget certain things existed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like um, this isn't on my list, but like one of recent con, I saw a Merlin. Oh, uh, the electronic game. Electric hand, yeah, it was an electronic handheld game, and I it immediately brought me back the memories of the Merlin. And I used to love it. You could play nine. It looked like a Looked like a phone, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And uh, had nine buttons, and uh, it had different games you could play, and um, it was awesome. Yeah, the funny thing with that game is is the simplicity. It, it was nine buttons, and I had I think it had like red dot lights, uh-huh. and it just had several games on that one thing. And I think that's what made it so cool that you can play so many different games. And it wasn't like and you're talking graphic wise. It's like Jonathan said, just red dots. <laughs> Yeah, it was just lights. It <laughs> just wasn't... lights. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I saw older or redesigned versions that looked a little fancier, but mine were just, there were red lights with like a silver ring around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that you and saw that, the... it was it was for sale, someone was selling it? Yeah. Wow. I remember. I remember. I looked on the back. It took like six A double A batteries. That's you know, right. Like, oh, you remember this? <laughs> yeah. it takes a lot to power up those little LEDs in there. And the thing is, when I had it, I remember I kept the book because each, you know, there were nine games on it, and you had to like press certain buttons to right. figure out which game. And you had simple ones like tic tac toe. You had like a, a, a version of Simon, mm-hmm. right? And there would be a repeat the pattern. I think where it would flash a pattern, and then you had to repeat it. Yeah. Yeah, this stuff like that. Oh, that's very oh. cool. Yeah. Right. Should have bought it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's one time where uh, I was at a toy con and I saw the, the 12-inch uh, Superman action figure uh, based upon Christopher Reeve's version. And I, I remember mm-hmm. I saw it in the, and it was really good condition, but the box was crappy. And I was like, oh my God, I've been looking for this thing. But however, that day I bought 12-inch classic Indiana Jones and I just remember thinking, my wife is gonna kill me if I come up with two dolls. <laughs> so, so uh, and none are for your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and so I, I picked up Indy, and then uh, and then ever since then, now I want to go to toy cons. I look for it. I look for it, and I actually found one. What was it? Oh, the last Stockton con I went to, which was back in August, when we saw the Office cast and stuff. 
and so it's it's a it's pretty decent uh it probably could use a little sewing from the cape and stuff but at least i got it you know yeah my holy trilogy of of the 12 inch action figures that i really loved it was the indie um it was a superman and then it was like this it was a toy i don't know if it was 12 inch but it was a pretty tall mego spider-man and he had magnets in his hands did you, do you remember that one <clears throat> no i remember a spider-man where his was his head like hard but he had a he had like a hook coming out of his hand like a oh supposed yeah spider web yeah. yeah i remember that guy yeah, but it was like a Mego. I'm assuming it was a Mego, and he had like magnets stuck in his hands. It, it, it was like the the most logical thing you can do to a Spider-Man figure is to have magnets in his hands because it worked. Oh, yeah. You just stick them on the refrigerator. And it's like, hey, I'm Spidey. <coughs> so yeah, yeah. So that that Spidey Man, Spidey Spidey Man, Spidey Man is the only one I'm looking for. Which I, Spidey Man. Spidey Man. <laughs> Uh, I have not seen that one at a toy con at all, and they made a Batman and Robin version of that one too, which is pretty sweet. Really? Yeah. yeah. All right. So, what do you have on your list? Well, I figured I'd start with something obvious. Oh. Uh, my first one. I picked this because it's a playset. Okay. And it had wonderful, wonderful, wonderful replay value and it was big and it was awesome I, I, this thing was big enough where I had to take it apart when I was done using it because my mom wouldn't let me keep it together to take up the floor space so Holy every time crap. I wanted to use it I had to put it together and every time I wanted, I had to put it away I had to break it down can I guess? <sighs> okay but I think you're going to guess wrong but go ahead Really? is it Star Wars related? no ah. okay I don't know <laughs> <laughs> What were you going to guess? I, I, I thought you were going to say the Death Star. You know how like they had that tall tower and then the bottom was a trash no, compactor? No, I never had that. Oh. No, it was it was the um, the G.I. Joe headquarters. Oh, really? Is it that big? Yeah, it, well, it was wide. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It took up a lot of floor space. So it had a helipad. Nice. It had a parking spot for the vamp. Right on. It had a, a parking spot for the tank. Okay. And then it had like the main base where there was a jail, there was a, a gun in the center, a con- computer control room. Yeah, so if you if you look up online, you'll see it's very spread out. Yeah, I'm looking wide. at it, right? I had no idea it was that big, actually. I mean, I remember, yeah. but I don't remember being that And it big. connected, like the pieces connected. Oh, right. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I love this thing. I play with it all the time. Basically, I mean... As I thought about it, this list, when it came to that, it was really just, <laughs> I don't know how much playing I actually did because it was really just about setting stupid things. <laughs> you know, because I, I set, like, I set it up, I put, you know, I put the, the Joes where I wanted them, and, and, and inevitably, inevitably, if you're going to have the base, what else can you do except have Cobra attack it? Yeah. You know, so I would set up the Cobra side, and then I'd realize that they always made a lot more hero toys than they did villain toys because I was never troop builder I never like that never made sense to me because I'm like why would I buy another why would I buy another Cobra when I could buy a whole different Joe you know? oh, that's a good point yeah, yeah it's like say those stormtroopers I only ever owned one stormtrooper yeah, I mean of each type you know what I mean like, right I love the Hoth trooper but I didn't have like nine of them which would would have made sense but you're just like you know if your mom said you can get one toy you're not going to buy something you already got again <laughs> you know so uh, well, yeah, so you know, and I'd have so I'd have Destro and Major Blood and Cobra Commander and the Cobra Officer and the His Tank versus like GI Joe Wave One and Two. <laughs> <laughs> so inevitably, but they held their own. <laughs> Did you have the the tank, the motorized tank with Steeler? Uh, no. Do you know I got that? That was the only thing. If you remember a GI Joe toy episode from that whole first. I don't want to call it a season. Yeah. But uh, what was it? What do they call it? Wave, I guess? Mm-hmm. The first, very first wave of Joe's, the only thing I didn't have, that's including vehicles, was the Mobat, the motorized battle tank. Wow. My buddy yeah, had that tank. It's sick. Yeah, well, I wound up buying it as an adult when he released it in the 90s. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, and, you know, I mean... Do you still have it then? Yeah, but you know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> In the bowels of mom's basement. <laughs> yeah, bowels of mom's basement. 
Yeah, that, that it had a cool device. You know, well, did you open it though? What? The, your your tank. The tank? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and it was yeah, it was neat I, because it wasn't like a remote control thing. It's like the controller was the the turn, turn part, right? Yeah. Right. It's pretty genius. Yeah, as an adult, it wasn't as much fun. Because <laughs> right. it moved really slow. I mean, I could, I could have, you know, as a kid, I'd be like, oh my god. <laughs> was there a parking spot for the tank with at the headquarters? Yeah. If uh, you sent me a picture. Yeah. Right. It's the one. It's the one closest to the helipad because it's wider. Oh, okay, I see it. Yeah. Well, the the cool thing about the one on the far left where the vamp went yeah. is it had a um. Uh, uh, yeah, what do mechanics call it? You know, the garage has the lift. Yeah, the lift. Oh, oh yeah, no kidding. Way. Yeah, okay. so you can pretend they were working on on it underneath. There are these guys on YouTube where they have all these GI Joe toys. I think I sent you a couple of links and stuff, and they're just literally holding like the helicopters. You can see their hands in the picture, but they're like, and they do a pretty darn good job of of playing with their toys. It's it's like everything you imagine as a kid. Uh, but someone was actually videotaping it at the time. It's, it's fun. Yeah, I I loved my JJ's. <laughs> <laughs> when I told you about the topic, I was wondering, what's Jonathan going to say besides GI Joe? Because <laughs> he had so much. It was hard, man. It was real hard. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I like I like to the point where I didn't think of like Star. I did think of one Star Wars thing that I absolutely loved. Um, and 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 another thing, it, not only was it hard to move away from Jack Joe. It's hard to talk to find things we haven't talked about. Cause I'm about to think back I'm like, oh my god, me and Alan talk about toys a lot. And I don't want to repeat myself. You know, I, I was gonna do the ad and I'm like, wait a minute, I know I did the ad because cousin Kevin called me about the ad, ad So we talked about that. It's like, uh. It is so true because Jonathan throughout the day, or you know, at least once a week, we're, we'll send each other pictures of dude check this out and I'll be like, oh dude, you're killing me. <laughs> Well, that's the thing too. It was like I don't know if when we talked about the toy was it a private conversation or was it on the show? Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Right. So what's so your first? My first toy, and, and a lot of the toys that I picked, I purposely picked something like maybe in the late seventies because I knew you weren't you weren't going to pick these kind of things. But uh, this this toy here, I'll call I'll say it right now. It, it's made by Milton Bradley. Hey, that's a that's a company you don't hear anymore, right? Did they go out of business Aren't or they something? Mostly games. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think maybe board games and stuff. But I, I thought they were like a big player in uh, in electronic toys and stuff. But um, this is called Starbird Avenger, and Starbird Avenger. Yeah, well, I'm gonna send you a picture so you know what I'm talking about. So uh, Starbird uh, Avenger. What it is? It's a uh, how do you describe it? It's like a like a spaceship, I guess. And what makes it interesting is that depending on how you would tilt the ship. So if I were to tilt the, the rocket or the ship upwards, you'll hear the engine go like it's climbing. And then if you go down, it goes and so you would like literally take that stupid ship and I would run around my house with it. And you know, if I want to make it sound like it's going up, I'd tilt it up and you can hear the electronic sounds as if it's flying up and then it, and then fly down. And I just remember just doing that endlessly around my house, just running around with my spaceship. And uh, it's pretty cool. It has a, a pretty neat features. It actually breaks apart into three pieces if you want to make it into a long ship or a short ship. And, and, I, and I'll post this picture on, on Instagram if you want to see what we're talking about. But um, they, they did make, um, I guess, a bad guy ship. It was called the Starbird Intruder, which I, I never saw. But I did see this at a toy con, and it was going for 70 bucks. And I'm telling you, Jonathan, I just stood there and stared at the box, just debating, should I get this? Should I get this? Oh, man. You know, and I asked the guy, hey, does it work? And he's like, well, yeah, probably. It's just, it's still sealed. I'm like, well, that Oh, must... my God. It was sealed in its box? Yes. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, it's sealed. What if I buy it? And then, you know, and, I, and then I always default back to the same thing in my head. All right. So I'm going to get it. Now what I'm going to do with it. And, I, and then, I, then I just walk away. Because <laughs> I wouldn't play with it the way I would as a kid. You know, that wonderment of like, wow. Like it, there's actually special effects coming out of these things, which is which was fun. But yeah, man, look at this thing. Look, the Avenger looks familiar. I won't recognize the intruder. But the Avenger looks real familiar. Does like it, how big would you say it is? It, like, I would say it's probably a foot long. It's, all right, so like a snow speeder size. You know, yes. Yeah, so if I had to, like, for, for the listeners, I would say think of the Y-wing fighter without. What would you call that part? 
The engines. I the guess. engines that stick out on the side. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes kind of like that. Cut right. The cockpit's kind of similar like that. Well, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put these pictures up on Facebook too. Okay, so that's look, awesome. Look for them on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That looks really familiar. The intruder doesn't though. So oh, so so the Starbird Avenger does look familiar to you. Yeah, and it's got a seat. Did it come with figures or whatever figures you no, put in? No, in the cockpit it had lights. So in the back they had these buttons and have like these laser shooting sounds. Um, and that's that's about it. Like I said, it would come apart into three pieces if you wanted to go like, I don't know, stealth mode or or I don't know what you'd call it. <laughs> just it was just cool when it was all together. It was just sick and had this one button. I think it was one button and just shoot these lasers and stuff. But. Uh, I had a blast with that, you know, just to have those spe- sound effects of, of the plane going up and going down. It was so simple. But, you know, when you're like eight, it's, it's just magical. Yeah, just the noises is probably fascinating. Yeah, I, I read online like how it works. It said there's a ball, ball bearing inside. <laughs> when the ball bearing tilts down, it, it triggers the sound effect. When it tilts up, it plays this sound effect. That's oh, like, fine. Uh, did you read the description? In, in the one I sent you? On the picture, yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. Actually. It says, a mini computer tells the intruder's engine when to rev up. It's a ball bearing. <laughs> Amazing electronic <laughs> toy that actually knows what to do. What? Freaking That's ball so bearing. Funny. Yeah, but it, it was cool. It worked for me. It really did. I again, awesome. I probably turned my back, went to school, and was in the garbage the next day. <laughs> from uh, my dad. Uh, but yeah, man, it was in the box. I was staying there. I was looking at it, like debating, man, should I get this? Should I get this? Oh, let me ask you this: If it was open, was it the price point, or just you don't need more toys? Uh, to spend. I mean, I'm not saying seventy bucks is like breaking the bank, but again, I I internally convinced myself, okay, what am I gonna do with it next? That's kind of what it was, you know. Like like I told you, I bought the I found the twelve inch Superman thing. Oh, what's it doing? It's hanging on my shelf next to Indiana Jones. There you go. <laughs> it's just there. <laughs> so, and, the, and I think the fact that it was still in the sealed box, I almost felt bad. Like, I don't know, maybe some other kid would actually want to buy it and actually play with it where I would just right. be like. Keep it in the box. Yeah. I probably wouldn't even open the box. Well, I know it's a brick inside. <laughs> I know. All right. Can you imagine? Oh, tears. Okay. Starbird that's Avenger. Cool. That's that's my first one. See, I knew you didn't have that one. Not have it. Yeah. Um... I'll go with this one. I'll see the other one some last. All right. So the other one is not really a toy that I had. I don't even know if you call it a toy. Okay. But it was uh, the, <laughs> I want to say it's the Atari 2600, but it was the Sears version. Oh, I didn't know they had different It versions. had a different name. Um, yeah. But it looked exactly like, I don't, I don't know what the copyright issues were, but it looked exactly like Atari. Uh, the Atari 2600 it, it did have a different name on it hmm. something like arcade and uh, the games it came with I remember our Atari 2600 came with um, I think it was combat oh could be yeah and this came with something a lot different but it would play Atari 2600 cartridges oh yeah it, it, dude it was exactly it looked exactly like what Atari. telegames video arcade is that what they called it Oh, dude, got me. I've never heard about a Sears version. Yeah. yeah. Telegames. Um, I see a cartridge here that says Telegames. Does that sound right? Yeah, yeah I guess so. It was a, uh, a, a, they're calling it a clone online, Sears. The label is a different color and it said Video Arcade. Yeah, that's what it says, it said Video Arcade hmm. on it. And it came with a different, because I think it came with Combat, which is like a tank battle game. Yeah, I remember that one. That uh, nice. But Atari's is called. Uh, uh, are we? I'm trying not to read this here. Yeah, I just remember. But anyway, I brought it up because it was my brother's. They got it. It, was, it said Home Video Arcade. Um, it doesn't say what game it came with. Yeah, but it came with, with a, their version of a combat. Uh, but it played Atari games because we had. I remember. I remember when my brothers got Pac-Man because mm-hmm. we had the we had like Missile Command, the Space Invaders. Yeah. And I remember Pac-Man was like the big thing when that came out. I remember it was like fifty dollars. Oh my waka, god! Waka, waka, waka. Yeah. And they got it, and they came back, and it looked nothing like Pac-Man. <laughs> you mean in the arcade? Like yeah, in the arcade. 
Yeah, there's yeah. nothing round about it. <laughs> yes, it, but it was so much fun. I just remember because um, I was just so bad at it. It's, it's weird that my brothers got it because they were always outside playing and stuff like that. They're in your really home, so I don't remember them playing it that much. Um, but it was it was fun. Do you have any favorite game? Any memorable games off the twenty six hundred? I'm trying to remember. There was I got a good one. Adventure, Ad, no adventure. You ever play that one? I think so. That was from um, Ready Player One. Yeah, yeah I think I, I don't know. I don't think we had that. I never had Space Invaders. Ever? Did you have Indiana? Was the joystick was weird. I don't know. That game was sick. I don't know. What was cool Fun. about it? Oh, we had Pitfall. I remember Pitfall. Oh, Pitfall, Pitfall was, was excellent. Yeah, Pitfall was the bomb. Uh, I think we had that bomber one, the one where the dude Bob drops the bombs <laughs> off the right. roof. And you had a little paddle, because I remember it was a paddle game. What was it called? We Kaboom? had the Night Racer one. Yeah, yeah, Kaboom. Yeah. And then we had the um, the one with the paddle, oh, um, yeah. the, the driving game with the paddle. Let me Google games and see what we're doing here. Yeah, the joystick was awkward. You know. Yeah, it was weird because they weren't even like that in the arcade. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was very different. Very, very. So we had Breakout, Space Invaders, River Raid. I like River Raid. River Raid. I can't remember that. It sounds familiar. Yeah, and Asteroids we had. I don't think we had Centipede. Missile Fan we had. We didn't have Star Wars. I don't think we didn't have Donkey Kong. Oh, Yars Revenge. I loved Yars Revenge. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow, there was, was like a little seat. There's like a secret pole position there. Couldn't think of the driving game. Um, wasn't there like a secret in Yars Revenge? Oh, I don't know. Um, I think my cousin Zaxa. Yeah, gaming but back you, then was different. I mean, like. Oh wow, we had this game, Haunted House. Oh, I don't know that one. Yeah, that's cool. You know what was cool about the Atari? Do you remember their boxes? Their box art was awesome. Yeah, it was. That's true. It really was. Yeah. But Pac-Man was such a rip. I mean, nothing you, like if you game. Google screenshots of, of uh, what's that called? What did I just say? What? Pac-Man? Super Breakout. Yeah, oh, of, oh, uh, Pac-Man. Yeah. No, Pac-Man, you'll see that it's like nothing like what you would call it. Yeah. Crazy. But at, at that time, it's it's awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I thought it, I still thought it was cheap looking, but I don't know. You expect it to look exactly like the Witcher Hunter arcade. <laughs> there is a game, Indiana Jones, for the 2600. And what was cool about it was that it was a pretty long game. It's the same thing like with Adventure. What was interesting about those games is that there was no instructions. You just had to figure things out as you went along, you know, and... And I remember my, my buddy Albert had the game that we would have the game at the house and like we're, you'd just be stuck. And the only way to get through is just to experiment with everything. It was such a good game. Adventure was awesome too. Adventure was just like uh, you're just like a little sprite on the screen. <laughs> you just had to go through, not touch the walls and, and there were like secret passages and stuff. It was pretty sick. That was awesome. I remember my brother wanted it for I don't know if it was his birthday or Christmas and he didn't get it. And he just had sad face for a long time. And then, uh, then sad. Yeah. Then eventually mom and dad got it for him. And he's happy boy again. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Everyone loves a happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. They they kinda like repackaged the twenty six hundred, I think. Like in like a like a USB version, you just hook it up, it's like thirty games in one and my brother's like, You gonna get it? I'm like, dude, <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> it's terrible. The gameplay is just terrible. I mean, compared to today, it's you can't even compare. Anyway, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, like I said, it's technically my brothers, but yeah. and do you remember the back? <laughs> the, the back of the TV had a switch. You had to switch it from UHF or whatever or UHV to oh to yeah the game that's right yeah yes. yeah and you, had the, you had these two little screws you had to screw it you had these prongs the yeah these shape <laughs> screwed it screwed in the back of the tv see the pains we had to go through we actually had to get up and walk to the tv every time well we were up changing the channel anyway so. <laughs> your parents that's right <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true okay my next one is there's this dude named Eva Knievel. So if your kids don't know who he is, the guy's a maniac. He would 
take his motorcycle and do these ridiculous jumps like he would jump over like canyons and stuff and he'd have this this leather outfit with and he had a cape and he'd just take his motorcycle and the dude would like jump like school buses like these insane insane things and something like I don't remember if I heard this correctly but like he broke like every bone in his body at one point or or, or, or totally but there's this little toy that you would get not, not really little but it was Evil Knievel on his motorcycle and then you would attach it to this base and then this base had a crank and you would crank that base as hard as you can and that was like spinning the back wheel I think and then he hit this little lever and zoom he'd fly right he'd start you know rolling down his motorcycle and at the kid you don't really understand gyroscopic forces you're just like oh my god why is it still standing up like why isn't he falling over so as an adult i don't understand gyroscopic forces <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> and so as kids what you do is you obviously you want to make jumps and so my buddy and i would have like take books and build ramps and like just aim the motorcycle at anything to see how far he would go and then go in the backyard and and do the same thing and and reenact evil Knievel. And, you know when i when i thought about this toy it kind of reminded me about uh my, my my muhammad ali toy i got for christmas it was one of those things where i knew who he was but i didn't really know who he was he was just there you know and maybe my parents knew of him or it was mentioned on tv i didn't care it was just cool to have a motorcycle that would <laughs> rev up and he was I guess probably the same size as the regular Mego figures, I think, which were, what, six, eight inches, I think? I think eight, yeah. Eight inches, so it was kind of like that height, so um, it was also the time period where, where I was into the show Chips, you know, dun, 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 the the two police officers from California, so those guys oh, had motorcycles, yeah. yeah. So I was, I, was, I was really big into that kind of stuff, but it's a fun toy, but that's an older toy, and th- that I... I've never seen it at a toy con either. That's a tough one to find. No, I remember you, Knievel. It's I sure I had some kind of toy really, like a stunt cycle of some kind. Yeah, he was uh, like on thermoses. Like, you remember our, our tin lunch boxes? He was on that. Um, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was a hell of a fun toy. Didn't he jump the Grand Canyon or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. Something. Yeah, but it was cool. It was a cool motorcycle. And like I said, like, the wizardry of launching the motorcycle and he's upright. You're just like, what? And and then you're just trying to build ramps all day and see what he can jump over, how far he would jump, how quick it can be. And you just, the toy, it's it's a cool, when you get a toy where its main purpose is to, is destruction. You know, you're not trying to keep it nice. You're trying to, like, <laughs> literally just basically just take the motorcycle and throw it across the room. That's exactly what you're doing at high speed. So it, it was neat that it was durable because I don't remember that thing ever breaking. You know, it was just one of those robust kind of things. Yeah, well, they got to make them so they don't break. Yeah. Because, I mean, the, what you're putting it through. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Evil Knievel, he was like America's hero. Who else was big motorcycles back? Oh, the Fonz, right? The Fonz, Evil Knievel, the Fonz and Chips. Ain't, yeah. yeah. You got those all those guys in motorcycles. So it was like, it was like a thing back then. If you're on a motorcycle, it was oozing coolness. And this guy was the coolest of the cool. Yeah, he was wild. He was crazy. Crazy. Crazy insane. (laughs) Insane crazy. Yep. Okay. Yeah, Evil Knievel. Very cool. All right. uh, My next toy is a game. Like, I guess it's not a board game, but whatever. Hungry Hungry Hippos. Oh, that's a fun one. Yeah. Hungry Hungry Hippos. And I just love that stupid game. It's a, it's a, it's a square with a, a one hip on each side of a different color, uh, pink, green, yellow, and blue. And um, I think there's red in there too, or orange. I guess it depends on what generation you got. <laughs> um, and there were just marbles that you would pop out of a, of a tray on your side. And you had to hit the lever, and the lever would, the hippo's head would move forward, open up, and you know try to grab a marble and bring it back to its, like its collecting tray. And um, whoever had the most marbles won. And I just remember it was so noisy because it's the hippos hitting the, the game board and the marbles flying around all over the place. And um, and it's funny because I remember in the commercial, the kids were doing it with one finger. Uh, oh, okay, uh, yeah, moving, I got you. Like moving, flipping it, yeah. But it's oh, it's uh, maybe I was a weak child, but it was really hard. Like I have to use my whole palm 
<laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, man. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I was a frail young man. Yeah. And, uh, but I just love that me and my brothers would play, my sister, anyone would play. You could play. The good thing is you don't need four people. You could play two people, three people, whatever. It's just fun. Yeah. Oh, I, I think great it's like in, you can still see oh, it. Great like, you'll probably still see it at Target if you went by. Oh, yeah. I think they'll make it. Um, and I don't think they made any real updates to it, to be honest with you. <laughs> don't mess with perfection. You know? Like, yeah, I know, right? What Operation? That's basically the same game that you saw like a long time ago. And uh... yeah. oh, Perfection—that's a game, right? That's a game that like yeah, it was a time. Yeah, Perfection, Super Perfection. Dude, that would give me a freaking heart attack. Yeah, I hated playing that game. <laughs> Talk about paranoia. Yeah. Um, and Connect Four was always a classic one. Yeah, yeah. Well, those are fun. Yeah, back then board games were, was was the shiznit. You know, I mean, like it's there is. Nothing else to do but board games and those kind of board games. Yeah, and I think I forgot. I got hungry, hungry hippos or something. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it, I was particularly sick for a while and they gave it to me or mm -hmm. I for some reason. But it was always awesome. Yeah, it's a good game. I don't think I ever owned that one. I definitely played it way. though, but I don't think I've owned that one. Yeah, so um, I'm trying to think. Of course, Monopoly was was a, a thing. We did Sorry, uh, yeah. Life. These are all board games we played. <laughs> um, I got a funny story. A couple years ago, my buddy is like, "Hey, you you play board games?" I'm like, "What? You mean like Sorry?" He's like, "No, you idiot. Like like Settlers of Catan." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> He's like, "Dude, board games have really evolved." I'm like, "Okay, that's nice." And then I then he started getting me to board games. Like, yeah, the guy's right. <laughs> board games really have evolved. <laughs> You know, but games like Sorry and Hungry 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 Hippos, it's more of a. I mean, there's no real strategy to it. It's, just, it's almost yeah. kind of luck. Yeah. Well, do you remember remember Trouble with the Popomatic? Oh yeah, that was fun. That was Actually, that was, that was a great game. The Popomatic thing amazed me. Absolutely, you never have to. You need to lose a dice. It was there and it worked. Awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool if you saw that at, in like Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> At at the the craps table, the little awesome. <laughs> that'd be awesome. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, my next toy. God, I'll be honest with you, man. I don't. At the time, I just knew knew them as Shogun Warriors, but basically, it was they're like these enormous freaking toys. I mean, they must have been like two feet tall. I mean, they were huge, and I got one. And my brother got one, and there, there were different Shogun Warriors. I had no understanding what these things were, but I knew they were, like, I think from Japan or something like that. Because um, it had, like, J Japanese writing, I guess, on his belt and stuff. But, you know, as a kid, you're, you're just making up stories anyway. But what's cool about it is that back then you could have, like, missile launchers that would actually fly, you know. Unlike after, uh, what was that, Battlestar Galactica, remember we talked about that? Where a missile right. would just kind of pop out, but it wouldn't like really expel itself. But these Shogun Warriors, this guy had like three launchers on his hand. Actually, his hand was a launcher, and then you can attach like the extra missiles on his legs and on his shoulders. And there's like a like an extra spacecraft on his head. And then uh, I went to the Philippines, and there was a freaking cartoon about this guy, and he called him Transor Z. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, my Transor god, Transor Z, Transor Z. Oh, have you seen the cartoon? Yeah, I think. I'm not sure. I had a Shogun Warrior too. Well, oh really? Was it like the I two feet, like those really tall tall ones? Yeah, they were tall. They had wheels. Yeah, they had, they had like roller skates. That's right. And my guy, he could shoot his fist. Oh, I know who you're talking about. He had like a pointy he could, head. And he could throw an axe. Yes, that was my brother's. That was sick. Yeah, that was a cool one. Yeah. I, I don't know. Was that Transor or no? I don't know the names. I know. I know they're called Shogun Warriors. But that that flying fist Crazy. was legit because. When my brother and I would battle, he freaking like I shoot the missiles at him and it wouldn't do anything. <laughs> he launched a fist with an axe and my guy was toppling over. Yeah, I think mine had like a big red V on this front. Yeah, I think I know. Yeah, yeah, probably so. I think that's why I was I enjoyed um, like Robotech and Voltron. Oh, okay. You know because yeah, I think this is big robots. Guy. Is your guy wait? Oh, this is a guy I had. Your guys had the big red V on it. 
That that's Mazinga with white rockets. Yeah. Is that who you had? Yeah. You had Transor Z. Oh, in the Philippines, a cartoon was called Transor Z. Did he throw the axe, Mazinga? No, it was the other guy who had like a sh- dude. I you know it could be no 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 yeah it was another guy who had like a shield on his hand. I can't find it. And that that would would launch the arm. But yeah, if you look up Shogun Warrior toys, you, you'd see like a whole bunch of them. I'm looking, bro, but I can't find my guy. Come on, dude, Go- Google, Go- Google power. It was a fun toy, and and again, and then and then my mom got us. Well, my I thought there was only like three of them. Yeah, there were three. I don't remember what the third one looked like, but I, I do remember there were three. And then my mom got us Godzilla. Same freaking height, and he would. There was a lever in the back, and it looked like it was sticking out his tongue, but it was like fire. And his, oh, his fist launched too. Actually, maybe they all launch. Uh, maybe so. Yeah, I, don't I think know. I had Mazinga. Uh, he's the one that looks most familiar to me. Mazinga. He, he looks cool. He just looks cool. But yeah, the wheels. I forgot about the wheels. They're huge. A freaking two foot high toy. It must have been two feet. This is yeah, they're pretty awesome. Yeah. What a departure from you know. Here comes Star Wars, and you got the three and three quarter inch little guys, and just totally yeah. took the world by storm. Well, do we know what they're doing over there in uh, Japan? Yeah. Yeah. Show them more. I, I don't know where I got it or how I got it. Like, that's something that just kind of existed in my life. You know what I mean? He it might have been my brother's, maybe. I don't know. He had swords. This guy here, I think he had swords. Because I remember you with the sword, like, he had a sheath in his leg, I think. Yeah, maybe I'm confusing two toys. Uh, so I'm looking. Nobody's throwing an axe. No, I think, you know, you're right. I think there is a, a guy that with a fist launches and he, he can he's holding, like, an axe. Yeah, and the axe, like, like you pull the axe box and then fling it. I don't remember that action. <laughs> I just, remember, I just remember it. Yeah, they're sick, huge. Yeah, here, here. I, I gotta find a picture. I'll show you what my brother had. Sick. These, these things are so cool. Oops. Yeah. So I mean, that was like we were into manga before we knew what it was. I guess. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, we're not really into manga, but yeah. Um, maybe. Okay. See that guy there? Is it sent, sent you that back? That guy, that big boy. Right, That's what my brother had. Kind of had like a shield with a little spike at the end. And the other Which one? He had on the left. Yeah, on your left. That's what he had. All right. Yeah, the one that you sent me in the box. I think that's what I had. That's what you had. Yeah. And then this guy here, he had like a missile in the stomach. It was sick. How sweet. Yeah, my mom was cool. Hooked us up. <laughs> the bomb. Yeah, Shogun Warriors. Pretty sick. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. All right, what else you got? Uh, my Hot Wheels. I love my Hot Wheels cars. I think, I don't, remember, I don't know if I talked about it on the show. You did. You even talked about the little Hot Wheel carrier that you had. That was like a little briefcase. Oh, did I really? Yeah. Well, I love my Hot Wheels. I would crash them <laughs> into each other. You can't go wrong. No, you can't. I would just crash them into each other. I love the, um, I love like the city service ones. I love the fire trucks. I love the, the I wasn't big on construction, but I, I love the fire trucks. I love the police cars, the police mm-hmm. helicopter. Yeah. When, when you bought a Hot Wheel, you discovered the door opens. That was like extra gift. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God. Like, you know, that's the first time I would do when I open a car up and see if the, the hood or the, or the doors opened. <laughs> um, yeah, I just love my Hot Wheels. I, I would just ram them into each other. And I, I love I'd the simplicity see. if you had the tracks, too, right? Those little flexible tracks and it had this little right. tongue to attach them. And the idea is, is just to make the longest track you can. There was this guy I saw on YouTube. And... He, it's like there's three adult guys where they make these like really mon- monstrous looking tracks and they just race their cars I was like dude that's what we used to do as kids and these guys have like a, a million views on it it's pretty funny <laughs> well the thing was I was like a snob because I didn't want nothing to do a matchbox or Urgle or any of that bull crap I want the Hot Wheels the real deal yeah mm-hmm. yeah I wonder why I, I was the same way too for some reason Hot Wheels just seemed like the brand to get yeah. yeah, I don't remember the advertising or anything. I mean, they would advertise their tracks and stuff, but... And they were basically similar cars. Were Matchbox cars maybe a hair bigger? No, I think they're... Were they about the same? Well, I think... I, well, now I, I know Matchbox owns... Or Hot Wheels owns Matchbox. Mm. So. Yeah. I don't know. Cool. I just always felt like Matchbox was superior to Hot Wheels. Yeah. 
Hey, you can still find them in stores today. Like cheap too, like a dollar buck fifty maybe. Well, not mostly a dollar usually. Yeah. You get the five pack. Right. Which is, it's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I never got it. Um, you know, even as an adult, I'm not like into cars or models of cars, but I always loved my, my Hot Wheels. I, I always. I always loved it when Hot Wheels got like a license to like a movie, like when they had the Batmobile or the A-Team van. You know what I had? I know I didn't buy it. It must have been my brother and her cousin. It was the, um, it was the James Bond car. It was the white one. I don't oh, know yeah. It's from. Yeah. It was the white one that went into, into underwater. That's sick. I had that one it, too. Because it had fins. Yes. Of course. Like little fins that car is sick. It's, yeah. it's not a real car though <laughs> but what sucked about it is that it didn't fit in the tracks because of those fins were too it stuck out too much oh yeah 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 there was a lot you could do with it that's a sick car see that's what I'm talking about man those those movie licensed Hot Wheel cars are just awesome that's funny yeah I must have different iterations of the Batmobile too just so much fun yeah well they were they put them all out I think and there was a time I was trying to collect. Was it the Batman? No, I'm sorry. It was the different enterprises, but I was just like, yeah. oh, really? You know, I was gonna. I don't know what I was gonna do with them. So, you mean stop. like a Hot Wheel version of the Enterprise? I, I don't know if it was Hot Wheel. Oh, okay, but it was like a miniature. Yeah, there were miniatures, and it came with cool. stands. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, but I still love. I mean, I could. I mean, I, long into adulthood, I would buy the because I like the Corvette, so I'd buy the if I saw a Corvette Hot Wheel at the store, I'd pick it up. Is that your dream car, the Corvette? No, I don't know why. I just I liked it as a Hot Wheel. You know what it was? Because I was playing Demolition Derby with them, because they always had a lower end, they'd wind up winning because I would oh. <laughs> crash. I would crash them, and whichever one wasn't upright would lose. Right. That's like cool. I remember my boxy fire engine would always get crushed because it was just <laughs> it's a box it was a box on wheels right. um, and the Corvettes were so low they sometimes acted like ramps so you get a good one where it would go up the front of the Corvette and just like flip over or <laughs> yeah it's really cool that's fun yeah okay my next toy here Jonathan this Three. this toy ugh I think everyone, like, well, I don't want to say everyone, but a lot of people on my block had this stupid thing. It's called the Superstar 3000 Guitar. Have you seen that? I just sent you a picture. Have you seen this thing before? Uh, I don't think so. I didn't get the picture yet. Oh, because I didn't hit send. That's why. There you go. First of all. Anyway, Wolfman Jack was on the cover, and basically it was what? like this red guitar. Wait a minute. Rewind. What? Who? Wolfman Jack? All right. Explain the, to the DJ? audience who Wolfman Jack is. Oh, he was a... A radio DJ. Right, but what? he was more than just that. The fact that we knew him. Okay, why do we know him? And he was a huge radio DJ. He, you know, he was probably I think the only he was a local DJ, DJ. I knew when I was a kid. Right. He was probably a local DJ from California, but he was a movie. He had that one. I knew the Wolfman yeah, Jack. Right, yeah, you know? yeah. He had nice He was in movies. You can see him. You know, he was on TV shows. Yeah, he was yeah a so... Name name another DJ that's gotten his face on a guitar or whatever you're sending me. <laughs> I would say the only other famous radio DJ I know is probably Casey Kasem. And that's about it. But Exactly. Yeah. Wolfman Jack, yeah, he endorsed this thing, his pictures on the box. It basically was this red guitar and it had these colored keys up and down the neck and there was a silver key at the very, very end which was like a long strip and you run your finger so you can do like a tremolo bar like a wah-wah thing mm -hmm. and basically you had pre-programmed songs and at the time i was still obsessed with angus young and this was my guitar and i remember having that thing and carrying it everywhere i went and i remember that we had like the local like memorial day parade and i brought my guitar <laughs> oh that's funny yeah i put a little string as like a little guitar strap and and then the marching band went through, and then I would play my guitar, and I love that thing. It was such a cool little toy. It had like 12 songs. Kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like on the, where you strum, there's like a little silver pad, so the, the, the faster you strum that pad, the, the, the faster the notes would play. And you had like different kind of uh, songs on there, and you had different kind of octaves and stuff. And I'm gonna tell you, for its time, it's, it's pretty amazing. This is, I'm guessing, way early 80s, I'm guessing. Could not this find like any 70s, other one. Yeah. Maybe 70s, yeah. 
could not find any other information on this guitar, but I had a blast with that thing. Um, it looks like Guitar Hero guitar almost. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I mean, basically the same, con- similar concept. So did you learn how to play all 12 songs? You can't mess up. I mean, <laughs> just hit a button. Uh. You know, but each I think each color key was you're actually just playing a different octave of that song, so you really can't mess up. So what you would have fun with is basically how fast you would play the song or change the octave and play with a little wah wah button, and uh, that's where you get the variety. But you you, you think you're playing the guitar? I had built-in amp? Was it batteries? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, okay. do you remember how many it took? No, I, I I remember the sticker was cool. It had like a hologram. Sticker. I had my uh, my shoelace as my as my guitar strap. It's funny. Sick, sick. <laughs> little young Angus Young. It's awesome. And this again, I have not seen it at a toy con either. This one's tough to find. This I probably would buy if I did see this one. <laughs> I would buy this one just for just just cause. <laughs> and I probably would play it too. Oh yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd be a fool not to. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I never had any musical instruments, I don't think, as a kid. Hmm. Like, real or fake. Alright, my final one. I loved this toy. I played with it constantly. I don't know what it was. It made the best sounds. It looked the best from the movie it came from. Uh, I loved everything about it. I, I think it was the perfect size for my hand. Hmm. <laughs> um, just, I loved the lights. Don't be a jerk. What? I loved it all. I'm trying to think what it is. Lightsaber? No. No. Lights. It it's was the original Rebel Armored Snowspeeder. Oh, the Snowspeeder, snow yes. Speeder. Yeah. Dude, that's the best. I love that thing. That's Even the noise, I love the little, I love the little square button on the bottom, so you didn't even have to say so you could fly it and make the noises go. I love that you could fit Luke and, well, another Luke, but I would call <laughs> Dak in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Two uh, Luke pilots, and uh, it had a harpoon gun with a working harpoon. Well, the harpoon didn't shoot, but you could like pull the harpoon away from it, it with string. the string. Yeah. Yeah, it had the string. Uh, the head little engine things that came off. It was just, I love the shape of the thing. It was my favorite scene. I mean, when I walked out, it, it, it's amazing how I saw a movie last week and I have to sit here and think about what movie I saw. Hmm. Right? Yeah. I remember walking out of Empire the first time. I remember specific scenes. I remember quotes. I remember how the movie made me feel. And that opening Hoth battle. Like, I can just watch that on the loop. <laughs> I love that opening Hoth battle. I think that's one of the best things I've ever seen. And the snow speeders, I mean, as a kid, you don't think about it, but now I'm like, well, why did they just keep attacking from the rear? Right. But that didn't matter to me. Luke is such a... First time we see Luke being a badass is in Hoth, on Hoth. You know? Yeah, and, he's uh, coming to his own. He's not like that, am I a Jedi? What's that? He's in it. This is yeah, his movie. Yeah, yeah. He was a carry got shot down. He's like, oh, I'll use a magnet grappling hook and, uh, and my lightsaber and a bomb. I'll take one down. He took down two ads by himself. Yeah. Come on. That's true. I mean, you think about it, everyone's like throwing everything at it, and there goes Luke all by himself, mm-hmm. launching a little grenade underneath the belly. And dude, he drops, right? He drops from the bottom of the belly. He that's drops like, after he throws a grenade at it, yeah. What a stud. He, he's, he's the man, and that's what, and then he's got the presence of mind to go to the staging area where the X-Wings are. Yeah. Um, but they obviously had, I guess because they were speeders, their leaders weren't as powerful. Because if you look at Rogue One, the X-Wings destroyed the, uh, yeah, it's pretty well, pretty easily. Hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Huh. Interesting. But I love Sun Speeder. I made it part of the G.I. Joe collection, whatever. If, if Cobra needed backup, they would, it always found, <laughs> it always found its way that is probably the Star Wars thing I play with the most, like the, the most years. Like, you ever I get snow job to drive that thing? Makes I sense. didn't do that. I, I never even thought about that. Dude, come on. I didn't do it. I like snow job too. <laughs> he had his skis. <laughs> yeah, it had landing gear. Yeah. Things to bomb. 
Yeah, that is, that's probably one of my favorite ships next to the Millennium It's a great Falcon. design, too. It is. Yeah. How cool is that? A tandem cockpit. That, that's sick. That's just brilliant. Yeah. Really? Because you got the one guy working on Harpoon. Yeah. That's so awesome. Hey, I wonder. <laughs> this sounds weird. You know, obviously, they were hoping maybe the Empire wasn't going to attack them, right? What were the snow speeders supposed to be designed for anyway? To have a harpoon back I, there? Oh, well, maybe womp, uh, wampas. <laughs> uh, I guess so. Oh, yeah, maybe hunting, right? Bring something mm -hmm. back? Yeah, okay, hunting. there you go. All right. That's right. There you go. <laughs> but it's just, uh, yeah, it's just a great little, great little toy. I bought one of those when they re-released it. That's one ship I wish we saw more of in these newer movies. I know, right? Yeah, because it is a very cool ship, and you get nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, no, no, you get the stupid A-wings. Who cares about the A-wings? I know. They're just going to the alphabet. Exactly. <laughs> Can I tell you, there, there's this person I follow on Instagram, on my personal account, right? Her name is B-O-E-K-E. -E. Anyway, she mentioned on the stories, hey, I'm watching stars for the first time. Can you believe it? And she, she starts off with episode one, right? I start yep. messaging her right away. No, 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 no. You need to stop. Start with episode four, right? And then, then you see on the inst in her Instagram stories, oops, I made a mistake. I'm starting with episode four. And, and then she's like, you know what? I kind of like the first one better. I'm like, no, you have to give it a chance. You know, wait till you hit episode five. And she said, yes, everyone's telling you, wait for episode five. Well, my coworker is in her late 20s and she's started watching them but she watched them from episode one and i'm like she's like oh i just finished you know a new hope i'm like okay what do you think she goes i don't like that luke's creeping on his sister i'm like but he doesn't know I'm like that's why i hate the prequels i'm like you can't you don't understand i'm like five is gonna mean nothing to you five all the best parts of five are already ruined for you yeah, yeah. you know because she knows she knows you know vader's the father and all that so that moment's taken away and well and yeah, now she looks at Luke as like a creep. Whereas when I was watching movies, I wanted Luke to end up with Leia, you know? I think they made a mistake of of the numbers because when you really think of it by name, you know, A New Hope, you know, 4, 5, 6, you're supposed to watch 4, 5, 6 first. That's why they're called prequels to give you the story of what happens before, after watching 4, 5, 6. 4, 5, 6 aren't prequels. No, 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 I'm not saying it's, oh, you're, it's a, you're watching yeah. 4, 5, 6, but the call prequels 1, 2, 3 because you're supposed to watch them later. Four, not, five, yeah. yeah. So that makes well, sense. Well, like I said, I'm watching with my niece, and I first I said you can't watch any without me, but I'm like, you know what? You can watch the crappy ones without me because I don't want to watch those. <laughs> but I told her it's going to be 4, 5, 2, 3, 6. Yeah. yeah, yeah? 2, 3 is the flashback. There you go. Look, you find out the big secret, you flashback to 2, 3. Yeah. That's so, how you do anyway. it. Yeah, I know, but uh, so I bought the. Uh, I'm guess getting sad, so I'm gonna move on from that. So I bought, the, I bought the refurbished or the '90s version of the Snowspeeder, and I put it together, and I ran around the house as an adult with it for a little bit. Is it like an exact replica? Well, I think it's bigger, and the color it's, it's more, um, it's probably more accurate to the mm. screen. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Is that in your place? No, but oh, it will be soon. Yeah, there you go. Okay, Jonathan. My did you ever hang, I'm sorry. Did yeah. you ever hang any of your Starships or GI Joe stuff from your ceilings? I did my models. Models that I right. built. Yeah, well, like so I had a Harrier. I had like a, like a, I forgot what they're called. I forgot the terminology of these helicopters. I had a Tomcat up there. had a Harrier. And then I, and then I put glow-in-the-dark stars on my ceiling. Hee-hee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I did the X-Wing and the TIE Fighter at one point. Oh, your actual Star Wars figures? The toys, yeah. Uh, uh, the toys, dude, that's pretty brave. Because models are what? classic. I mean, they're so light. Oh, I see. Yeah, can you imagine hanging the Millennium Falcon above your bed? <laughs> no, that, that's Crash crazy. landing. It's terrible. All right, what's your next one? Okay, my last one, Jonathan. Uh, this toy uh, has good memories for me because I do remember my dad giving it to me, which is a rare thing. My dad just wasn't the type of guy that would give me toys, but this particular one he did. And uh, it, it's called a 255 Compu Computer Command, and basically it looks like a Corvette, but you can lift a hood. And before you deploy it, there were like there's like a little keypad on the inside, 
and you would say, you know, go forward, go left, go right, blah, blah, blah. And then you actually, I think you can even put in like the distance. Then you hit go, and then whatever you program, the car would go. And this is, I think this wasn't the big toy. I think it was called Big Track something. Big Track, I don't remember what it was, but it was more like a tank. And that was, I think, the same concept. I think that was a more popular one. Mm-hmm. It was like this big tank thing and it had this little thing that it can pull. And then again, it had the same concept. You open up the keypad and you kind of program where you want it to go. And uh, my dad got me the 255 computer command, which is basically the Corvette version. And I just loved it because, well, I love the features. It was fun. You can kind of program it and kind of make it do something, you know, uh, without holding on to it. And plus, to me, it was also like the Knight Rider car. You know, it was pretty cool. Me... Yeah, I'm looking at a picture of this, and this looks familiar, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I know I never had it. I don't want to call ever interacting with it, either. Yeah, yeah. It came out in the 80s. Oh, here you go. 81, made by LJN. And, uh, yeah, you just basically compu- uh, program the direction you want the car, and I think it had sound effects and all that stuff. And, and then I remember it broke, and I was so bummed, but it was, it, it was okay because it was still a cool car you know like even the computer thing didn't work and it was broken and the, the whole program thing didn't work it was still a cool looking car that you can just kind of push around it was it was a good sized car too probably about like eight inches long maybe i think it was it was a good sized car rubber tires eh, that's lots of fun again I, that's one i've never seen in a toy con either and i i don't think i'd buy that one Oh no! Nah, Superstar three thousand. That's probably that's that's a well. It depends on the price. <laughs> you know. I don't know what I would buy at Toy Con. To be honest, nothing. There's nothing that like if you saw you would like. Oh, hey, dude! The last Toy Con, the Stockton Con, they had the um the flag. Is that what it was called? The. Oh, did they? Yeah. USS flag. Yeah. Huge! Oh my god, that thing is huge. You can sleep on that thing. It's so huge. Yeah, it was seven foot long, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was outside the box. He had it displayed out there, and it's just enormous. How big that was there a box with it or no? Uh, I don't remember. I remember yeah. it was out. They had some stuff on top of it, but uh, no, I don't remember seeing a box. I don't think I was literally looking for the box. Yeah, that, that thing's just enormous. Yeah, that thing's huge. No, I can't think of anything I would buy. I remember, I remember Super Jock. Oh, yeah, yeah. You pound on the head and it would kick or shoot a basket. Well, it started with kick a basket, but kick a football through the came with field goal post. Yeah. And then they made one for soccer. Uh huh. And did they make a basketball one? Yeah, I had the basketball guy. You pound his head and he would just like do like a free throw or something. Yeah. I love just that. love We had the football guy. It's just a, looked like a tackling dummy. Had no arms. <laughs> had one leg that would kick the. I remember the, the football had flat ends so it could stand up. Oh, did it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But hey, man, that was fun. I like thinking about old toys. I, I, I love going to toy cons just for the sake of looking at old stuff. Good memories. Yeah, man. I, I, I'm going to have to get to a toy con. Yeah. yeah um, I can't. I, I can't. I can't afford reliving my childhood between the comic books and the current toys and all that stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The Black I, Series is killing me. <laughs> but they're good. They're so cool. Can you imagine if they made a Black Series snow speeder? You'd be all over uh, it. Yeah, those things would be so expensive. Yeah. Well, they got, I, I'll tell you what I got. It, it's been out for a few years. I got, Mars Noble had it over the summer or maybe or whatever. It doesn't matter. It was $15 for the uh, Luke's land speeder with Luke in it, with the, with the, uh, and he's dressed in kind of the Tatooine outfit. Oh, from, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah. From the deleted scene. 15 bucks? Get the hat. It was, yeah. Wow. They had that. And they had Ray's speeder, too. For, and they, I think when they came out, there were 60 bucks or something like that. Wow. So I said, 15 bucks, I'll get them. You got it? I haven't opened it yet. Uh, yeah, but I didn't open it because nice. I think that land speeder is legit. Love the land speeder. I had the land speeder as a kid, too. Very sick. Yeah, but I broke one of the engines early, so I was like, dang it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, yeah. If they made the so speeder, I would. Yeah. I maybe. I mean, I wouldn't pay that much for it. Though. I think for me, it's hard nowadays. Toys. I don't know if I buy a toy for the sake of I'm gonna play with this toy. You know. Well, there's two two guys on YouTube I watch. That's two main guys I watch that talk about toys and um, three and because they they 
pretty much buy what I buy and, and beyond. And a lot of what they do is they, they pose them for, for for photography purposes. Oh, yeah. And that's the fun they have with them now. Yeah. Um, one is Toy Galaxy, who I love. Oh, yeah. Uh, and because he does really good reviews and he does like, I try, I forward you some videos about, he does like the history of things. He does toy oddities. Like he'll talk about toys that were supposed to come out and didn't come out. That guy does a real great job. So that's Toy Galaxy. And then there's Toy Shiz. Where he just talks about the new stuff that's announced and what's coming out, and then Foosh, which is kind of the same as uh, Toys. But these guys are pretty cool, and one of them or two of them get like boxes from the toy companies to kind of re- do reviews. You what, know. What do you think is gonna be the hottest toy for Christmas this year? Oh, I don't know. Come on, Baby Yoda, dude. It's gotta be Baby Yoda. Uh, no, there's nothing out there for Baby Yoda. That's the thing. What? Wow. Yeah, because um, I was reading about this. It's like. Favreau and, and all the other stores people were like to the market and like, look, we really want this baby other thing to be a surprise. You you can't put out anything. And oh. they did it. But so I would have thought they would have had as soon as the show premiered, they would have been like, All right, flood the market. Here's the merch, the, yeah. The baby Yoda Funko pops aren't coming until like May. Wow. You can you can pre order them but they're not coming until like May. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah, baby Yoda's a thing. Uh, the plushies, well, he's so cute. And the plushies and stuff are supposed to be coming, but... Oh, plus Baby Yoda? Of, yeah, there was a lot of Baby Yoda stuff at the... I went to a con over the weekend, and there was a lot of, like, you know, a lot of artists, you know, they, they draw something, and they'll make prints of it and sell it. Okay. There was a lot of Baby Yoda stuff like that. Uh, right. There was a little knitted Baby Yoda. Oh, yeah, cute. He was all over the place. That's cute. Uh, hey, Jonathan, I did post on Instagram... Uh, this particular topic and I want to read off what people talked about some of their favorites that's okay with you we got here Dr. JPT he loved his 13 inch bionic man with his bionic power arm and see through bionic eye that dude that's a sick one I did see that at a con and when you look for that toy what you're looking for is does he still have the rubber sleeve that covers his arm because he had like a little rubber thing you'd roll it up you see like the mechanics Oh, like on his arm, sick. But that's a cool one. Usually comes in his red jumpsuit. Uh, JLDF seventy seven. Jen, she has her uh, Teddy Ruxpin. Remember that little guy? Yeah, I remember Teddy Ruxpin. He, he would. He, he had a tape recorder. He he talked to you. He like read to you. And then uh, we have uh, Deirdre Cook nineteen. You know Deirdre. Mm-hmm. Uh, Care Bears. That was her favorite one. And uh, our good friend, um, Family Heart Fun Food, Jason, uh, he has, uh, his favorite was his Mongoose BMX. And what was cool about it is that he still has it. And wow. I'm, I'm going to show you the picture. He has it 40 years later. It's pretty cool. I was like, how does, in the world, you still have your BMX bike? The dude got his BMX bike still. Dude, do you remember when Mongoose was like a thing? Like, ooh, he's got a Mongoose. Oh, yeah. It was like the thing. And like, Chromoly. Right. Um, Rebecca's 80 Rainbow Bright. Uh, that's a popular one. And uh, Sokeef, his Star Wars figures, specifically the Jabba the Hutt ship. I was like, what? Yeah, the the barge? Ah, that's what he says. Wow. Yeah. And then we have Bren's sketchbook, uh, her stuff, Snoopy. That's cute. Yeah, Snoopy can go wrong with Snoopy. Yeah, yeah. So, so cute. Yeah, Rainbow Bright was really big. Surprised a lot of people didn't say cabbage patch dolls because that was a that was like a huge thing. Like people were like waiting like in mobs for like a cabbage patch doll. It's insane. But yeah, no one listed that one. My sister had a cabbage patch doll with a fur coat. Oh, that's cute. Uh, anything you want to plug? Uh, no, just mom's basic collectibles on Instagram, and uh, that's it. Okay. Dr. Nina and Jones will be restarting very, very soon. I'm done with my classes. So I'm actually free for a weekend for once. So that's going to be going up. And one last thing. There's this uh, Ravenwood Coins on Facebook. His name is Sean. He does like little replicas. His first run, he did like the Staff of Raw Medallion. And if you were to buy it anywhere else, the little jewel on the inside, most of them, you can't pass light through it. He actually physically put the jewels in himself. So you can pass the light through the gem. It's freaking sick. Um, really high quality stuff. And he recently made a uh, 
the Grail Knight shield, and on the shield itself, it has like on one side the shield that you would see uh, when Indy went into the ruins underneath the library, and has the inscription there. On the other side, he wrote has a picture of like the Grail and the three like little clues to pass through the ch- uh, the traps, you know, like the Breath of God, the Word of God, and things like that. It's a, it's a really sick thing, and he says if he orders something, I think within the next couple weeks, he can guarantee whatever it is by Christmas. So check him out, Ravenwood Coins on Facebook. Good guy. Really good guy. Excellent. Yeah. All right, dude. Oh, what else we got to do? Oh, yeah, we're on Facebook. <laughs> we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're, we're there. We're everywhere. Uh, if you have iTunes, uh, rate and review. I mean, it helps us big, big time. Right, John? Yes, sir. iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more exposure iTunes will give us. Yeah. And let me so tell you, man, it seems like everyone's got a podcast. Like, everyone's got a podcast. So we, we're getting some, buried. Some people got four. <laughs> <laughs> or two or three. So, yeah. Write a review for us, please. There you go. Okay. That was fun. Until next time. More fun.